or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. 19 and older, please play responsibly. All right. Well, Harnish, I, I have a, I learned a lesson today. Mm-hmm. And the lesson is Would never you know? tweet. All right. See, if you guys saw my preview tweet that was retweeted out by uh, Steve and SDPN and everybody else, I said, it's a clash of the Titans tonight. And, uh-huh. um, you know, after the first period, I thought, okay, this is a, this is good hockey. I was going to come on and say, I really hope that we can get out of the first round to have a, a just a banger of a series with the Boston Bruins. <laughs> and, um, well, uh, that uh, kind of turned around a little bit there, didn't it, Harnish? Oh kind yeah, that uh, sort of changed. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot to talk about here. There's a lot that went wrong, um, but yeah, we we let's get let's get this going because there's there's so much to talk about. There's so much to to break down here. Um, we're also going to be joined today by by Brian Belief uh, tonight. I'm super excited to have him on. Brian's a super fantastic duper. artist who comes and uh, and makes comics every game for for the leafs and then compiles them into a book which you can purchase at the end of the uh, at the end of the season um uh from his website brianbelief.com uh we're excited to have him on so welcome to the show brian Woo! <laughs> thanks for having me guys i'm excited to be here I, I wish we had a better result but uh you know i'm always up for talking leafs do, do you ever do you ever like regret the brian like the belief part sometimes you're just like i don't know if i really do anymore <laughs> man i've been i've been loving the leafs for so long man and you know like i remember watching the 93 series like making wow. papers in oshawa basement and like crying when wayne gretzky scored in overtime i remember Matt Sundin scoring overtime goals against Carolina. I remember a lot of highs, man, but there's been so many lows. I I really do believe that this team has what it takes. I do think we're one of the contenders, but uh-huh. yeah, you know, nights like tonight, it, it hurts for sure. I yeah, think- one of one of the contenders, but and that's I said that's why I said you know Titans because the Leafs are a great team. Like objectively, you can't say they're not a great team if you just look at the standings, but. The Boston Bruins are so beyond a great team. Like they are an absolute buzzsaw of a team mm-hmm. that is just completely dominating the NHL. And even though they lost three straight games, which is kind of unheard of, uh, they just came right back. And yeah, you, you saw it. Like every one of the least goals, like was somewhat of a bit of a mistake or like a bit of a lapse in judgment. And you cannot give the Bruins a sliver of daylight. Because they will murder you. That's what hockey is, right? It's a game of mistakes, man. Like, you, you, you play defense. <laughs> I know we're always hard on defensemen, man. But it's like, you get guys like Pasta coming down on you, man. It's hard. Like, sometimes these guys are just better than you. And they make they make you make these mistakes. I think the Leafs, uh, you know, really, you look at it, goaltending was a difference tonight. Defense was a difference tonight. And to me, that's kind of the story of the game, you know? Yeah, it was it was kind of surprising though, because especially in that first period, um, we kind of got saved really hard by by, by Sammy. Uh, yeah. there, right, he had a couple fantastic saves, and I was like, okay, maybe tonight's going to be another goalie duel. Maybe we're going to see the best out of out of both Sammy and and Olgren as well, or Allmark as well. Allmark, yeah. And 
it, it, I don't know what happened. It seemed like they kind of just figured him out because that the top of the glove was really leaky for Sammy tonight. I mean, it was like business. what two or yeah. three goals off of that itself. Um, that was surprising. I I didn't expect that honestly. Yeah, both those lasers were uh, top right corner. Yeah, beautifully placed shots. But that last one, especially from out at the blue line, you got to have that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one coming down the left side, it, it just seemed to beat him. But yeah, that Sammy. Carlo goal, I felt completely took the air out of the arena. Like that weird knuckleballer pass into the net. That was, <laughs> I felt like that kind of was the difference. Like that was a really strange one. But yeah. Honestly, like in the, in the first period, like to Arnish's point, I was saying, like I wrote down, I'm like, oh, Sammy's on tonight. Like, yeah. is, is he is he stealing this net? And th- like, there's a reason why they have a tandem. Like, there's a reason why, you know, he wasn't tendered by Washington. He's a great goalie. He should have been tendered by Washington. Like, I think they're regretting it. But you know, as great as he is, he still is not elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's never played opinion. a full a full caseload, right? So it's like. You have him tonight. This is his seventh game in a row. So I do wonder about the workload, what we're putting on him right now. Although yeah. it is a playoff schedule, right? It isn't every other night schedule. So if he's going to be your true number one, that's what you're going to be looking for him in the playoffs. But I do think he's been looking a little leaky. And I think the Murray injury has really hurt him for sure. Yeah, definitely. And I, I was it was weird because I was willing to give him a little bit of a break on that that first goal. Um, it was tough and he probably should have uh, should have had his, his hand on it. But then he he pulls back right away and uh, gets that beautiful pass to Marner <laughs> to, to kind of even it up right then and there. And I'm like, all right, you know what? He, he got an assist. Uh, just it, maybe it was a gimme. And uh, it was really funny seeing the seeing some tweets because uh, this was um this was Sammy's second assist of the season. And Kyle Cushman comes out and tweets, Ilya Samsonov ties Zara with two assists on the season. And then David Alter comes back and says, <laughs> Samsonov having more points than Wayne Sims is not something I'm expecting at this point of the season. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, God, guys. Why you got to do that to Wayne Simmons, man? <laughs> and Zara. Like, just Anzar. appreciate that that uh, that Sammy had, like, a, had an, an assist. But no. That's a wild To stat. go off on them. It was hilarious. I loved it. <laughs> Ilya Sansonov is like a like like he is a he's got like he missed his calling as a QB like he I I don't think I mean I don't think Patrick Mahomes and Ilya Samsonov have been in the same room so we can't verify if they're not the same now I'm just kidding but like yeah his pass was really fantastic I got a little bit of an error on it too maybe there's a potential for an empty net goal down the line if he keeps this accuracy up you oh, know I'm dying to see that. Like, it's so exciting. I've never seen one. Like, I've never watched one as a game. I think it's how many of them have ever happened in like the NHL history? I them it might just be on like counting on like one hand how many goalie goals there have been. Ron Hextel's famous for having a couple. Shesterkin's gone for it twice this year, and both times he's just missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. We have a couple guys thinking about it lately. You know, speaking of Simmons, I thought he kind of had like a bit of a strange night. You know, like. On the uh, before that second goal, he was really pushing and he was causing a lot of trouble up front there and really forechecking really good. And then he got caught a little bit on that second goal. They showed on the broadcast he didn't go off when he was up in the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that knockout punch, man, like that yeah. poor guy, like he looked yeah. like he was KO'd on his feet, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they trained to the back for, for a concussion protocol as well, just to make yeah. sure he was okay. You brought yeah, that's why I'm not, I'm not a fan of like. That's why, like, it was such a strange thing. Like, I had never, I don't think I remember seeing a guy 
score a goal and then in the very next shift get into a fight. It's kind of strange to see that, but it's kind of like it's kind of why I I'm happy that there's not a lot of fighting in the game because like when I see these these head hits now, it's, knowing what we know, I always kind of cringe. I'm like, oh no, I I just any hit to the head, like I hate it. I hate seeing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just really funny that that uh, just right after that that goal, Simmons is just like, "All right, you know what? That I, I'm just gonna fight you because it was clearly nothing that, that that he did wrong." Like Greer, like I thought he it was just a fantastic dare you goal. Score a goal, and then he's like, "All right, not only did you did did Lilligren like pinch really bad, but I'm gonna blame that on you, and I'm also gonna blame it on uh, on you for the fact that Sammy couldn't uh couldn't get get a glove on it or anything, and he just <laughs> went after him. <laughs> Poor guy, but. I mean, I think not, it was a wait. Yeah. I think he just tried to turn the tenor of the game around. I mean, that that's that's the reason why you you, you drop the gloves in the a, a, anyway. Yeah. Really, most of the time, is to just get the crowd going, get the the juice back in the legs, right? Which they did not have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it worked. Uh, they, that yarn crawl got got the goal like right uh, close after that too, right? So I guess it worked a little bit, but. Um, yeah, not not enough. I mean, Zaka had to get two goals later on and just finish the deal and and beat us. What was a five two at the end, right? That was. I felt like that, that uh, was bunting. Tough. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I felt like that yard crack goal. You know, like that's like a momentum moment, right? Mm-hmm. But then the whole bunting, uh, like scrum that happened right behind there. It kind of like you saw Yarncroft looking over to the right. He was like, "What the hell's going on over there?" And it kind of the Leafs were never able to ride that wave that they got from that goal. And then next thing, gave it right back. (laughs) Came right down the ice, you know. Tough stuff, man. Yeah, Yeah, Bunting just can't get a break at all now, eh? Like it it seems like the refs just do not care. They can do anything to to bunts on the ice, and they're they're just never gonna call them bunts away. I mean, there was like two missed calls there. Um, one of them was pretty egregious. That hold in on on him in that second period, and then the third with with Marshand and whatnot. Just nothing going Bunts' way at all anymore. He's marked. He's marked by the refs. Like he has to be thrown off the top of the hell in the cell, like mankind, <laughs> to get a call at this point. Like that's what happens with the refs. Like you make a fool of these refs once, they have a they have your picture up and they got a big red slash on it. So against Toronto because everyone sees it and like it particularly <laughs> I think hurts their but but it is tough and it is especially galling. Like that goal, that goal after. Uh, uh, you know, he takes the cross check in the face. He's bleeding. Yeah. Boston should have still been on the penalty kill when they scored that goal in the third period. But because there was no call, then all of a sudden they score the goal. Then Bunting gets pulled down. There's no call on this. It is a ridiculous thing. And when you do see like the way that the refs can influence the game by not calling things, this idea that they're not influencing the game by not calling things, you see how broken it is. And it is, it's, uh, yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of bunting, and uh, he had an interesting play after after the uh, the four the four two goal or three two goal, I guess it was at that point, where um, you know he was he was getting into a scrum and he disappeared into another universe because of the uh, video the ads that we all love so much. <laughs> like they have really improved the the watching experience. Like I really love seeing the players. Disappear into the boards like an old PS1 game. <laughs> playing <laughs> playing a old PS1 wrestling game where it's like, uh-oh, you got to reset it now. Just hit reset. Oh, my gosh. I mean, how are you a league? And I understand. Like, I, I'm not against ads. Like, that's how it, 
it's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. It's part of this game. It's how to make money. But how are you a league? How are you owners? And you look at this game and, and see stuff like that. And that's not the first time. How do you see that and, and feel good about what you're watching? About the quality of what you're watching? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, have some pride in the, the product you're putting out there. You know, they don't have to be moving ads. Just leave them like they were. They were fine. I'm sure they they provided a great return on investment for the advertiser. I don't know. I'm just being one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, it's probably lowering the price on the uh, inboard ads for the uh, Scotiabank Arena as well. But Gary <laughs> Batman has assured me that I do enjoy them. So <laughs> of I'm course. very happy to hear it. Of course. Yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary, for 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 improving the product. Oh, it just it, it it's amazing. It's beautiful. Thirty incredible years of driving the NHL into the fifth most popular sport in North America. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's number five now i'll tell you that much i, I mean they, they keep that up it's it's gonna go behind bull riding i'm telling you like <laughs> oh geez <laughs> calgary and texas man a lot of people there there you go <laughs> yeah like matthew in the chat here says could you imagine if you missed a pass in football because the ads on the field obscured the players no because the nfl is a professional league that's why like there's a reason why the nfl among many reasons is number one in the, I mean, in, in the U.S. at least, it's 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 never going to be touched. But same thing, like in basketball, you're not going to see. Could you imagine you're watching a, a game and you, a Steph Curry three, a buzzer beater, and then the ball just disappears into the ether before it goes into the net? I don't know. I just it's I just me yelling into the clouds. Nothing's going to change. They're going to add more ads now. They're going to put more ads in the ice. It's just going to be weird. Like, just think about a couple of years from now where uh, we see some clips on YouTube um, of some plays back in the day or whatever, and you just see just weird glitching overlays on top of players running around. It's going to be wild. Just weird stuff, eh? They better get this kind of sorted out in the offseason because if they don't, oh, man, there's going to be a lot more people complaining about that kind of stuff. But, yeah. Yeah, no, don't no, don't worry. We'll uh, yeah, like no. But I think I think Gary Bettman has heard us, and we're see. There's a lot of white space on the ice, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's there's a lot of white space like there. I think if you just have just just a levitating ad, just just go in there. Like why not? You know, like when we look <laughs> back in 50 years and show our kids those great plays, and you can see the skates just disappearing into the ice. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, nothing's gonna change, guys. But uh, you know. That's just the way it goes. We can just laugh at it together. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, I'd i love to see, if these two teams play, I, I think you'd agree that it would be a seven-game series again, I think. Now, we'd have to win a first-round series for that to happen, but I still think this team, because let's not forget, the Leafs are kind of missing an important piece. Yeah, and um, we really... Austin, Austin Matthews, and they're really missing him because exactly. the gravity that provides for this team is unbelievable. Like he, he just changes. He tilts the ice. That's the way. Like he's like when you have Pontus Holberg taking the second line center spot or whomever this was was today, maybe William Elander. It's not the same. Like they're not looking over their shoulder the same, and you can see it. You can see the offense being stagnant. If he needs my knee, I will give it to him. Okay, all I do with them is run like twice a week. Okay. There's not a Stanley cup riding on my knee. Austin, you can have, it. what do you think, Brian? Like 
<laughs> I think obviously the offense was not clicking tonight. And it, it's like, you know, you see in the first period, you have all these great chances, but they're coming from Rasmus Sandin, Mark Giordano, mm-hmm. you know, from the blue line. It seemed like the Leafs are trying to compensate a little bit, sending pucks back to the blue line and sending them to the net to try to get traffic going that way. You know, they're a different team without Austin Matthews. He's probably should be in the Selkie conversation every yeah, year. Yeah. And when you see guys like John Tavares, who just doesn't have, he's not the horse that, Matthews is he can't quite get back on these guys sometimes that's a big part of it and it's not just the scoring so you're seeing the offense not clicking you're seeing some wingers getting loose that you wouldn't typically see when Austin Matthews is on the ice it's obviously a massive deal going on what you said about the Leafs Boston being a seven game series I agree I don't look at Boston as I don't think what's been going on this year so far is real like they are very very good I don't believe they're not good. I, they're super good. Spicy. But I do not believe they're a 130-point team. I think they are just hot as hell right now. They added one guy in the offseason. I think they're playing beyond their britches. I think Swayman and Allmark are playing beyond their britches. I think it's going to come down crashing. And that doesn't mean they're going to be all of a sudden a bad team. But I don't think they're going to be this team for 12 months. You know what I mean? Hmm. So I think we're going to see them regress a little bit. That's what regression is. You don't all of a sudden get to be a 130 team for a whole season. I don't think it's going to happen. That's a spicy take. That's a spicy take. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I we're basing it off of the, ba- the past three games. Like, <laughs> they're definitely following the regression down there. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, regardless, even if they fall ba- fall back down to earth, they're still going to be a tough team to play against, yeah. right? It's going to be they're tough They're still at the top of the atmosphere of earth. Like, they're exactly. still... They're still up there. They're still up where Jeff Bezos went to space, apparently. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, not like they're not in the they're not in space, but they're gonna fall to like the Bezos area of the you know blue origin <laughs> area, right? And but uh, the Leafs have these moments too, right? Like we saw yeah. that stretch where the Leafs were unbeatable for 20 unbeatable, games. Yeah. Now yeah. the Leafs that team, I don't think the Leafs are really that team. I think that's the best version of the Leafs that we've seen. Yeah. And I think we've seen the best version of Boston. So come the playoffs, once everyone makes their additions, once everyone is hopefully healthy, you know, it's going to be a different situation. I I really think that the Leafs are right there with these guys. Tonight, things didn't go our way, but I'm really looking forward to it. And I do think we're going to see a second round series between these guys. Hey, what do you think about, uh, what do you think about Tampa though? Because we are going to have, well, from the the way that it's kind of playing out right now, we're probably going to be playing off against Tampa in the first round, right? And Tampa is kind of hitting their mark right now. They did beat uh, they did beat Boston earlier on too, right? And uh, with three games in hand, if they uh, if they win their their three games that they do have in hand, I mean they're they're tied with the Leafs, right? So they're actually on a 111 point pace. James uh-huh. Myrtle just tweeted that out. The Leafs are on a 110 point pace. There you go. So, they're neck uh, and neck, right? The nation into this nine day break we have, but uh, <laughs> yeah, points percentage. Tampa's currently ahead of us. So yeah, I, I think Tampa's also you know like they're a wagon. Boston's a wagon, Toronto's a wagon. You look at the East, how many of the best teams in the league are in the in the East? I think the four best teams in the league are in the in the East. Yeah. And it, it's, think, it's a big imbalance. Yeah. And I think you have to get through one of these three teams, who I think is one of the four best teams in the league. Only one of them can make it to the third round. So mm-hmm. it's tough, man. And I don't think it's a, any guarantee or anything like that, but I think it's a hell of a lot closer to a coin flip than you know the way the commentators are talking about Boston tonight, you know. <laughs> hey, so. hey, listen. Hey, listen. I remember the last time we had a team playing at a historic pace, uh the t- the 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning. So, 
What Brian Belief is saying is the Buffalo Sabres are going to sweep the Boston Bruins in the first round. That is what I heard and what is that what I internalized. I would I would I would love that. I think Buffalo is a sports town that freaking needs something, man. Like I'm a Bills fan and I was just there in the week. I was just there in the weekend. I I, I don't mind Buffalo. I think Buffalo's kind of fun, but did, you know, did they you need hear something. the bad news the just came out of the Buffalo game today. Did you hear nope. the bad news? No, Kate what happened? And left the game with injury. Oh, so, no. so I don't tough. know. I don't know what, how long that is or what it is. Hopefully, it's just like precautionary. You don't oh, want to see a guy like that out. Man. No, what a year he's man. having. I want him yeah. to hit all those marks, and I want Buffalo to get that eighth seed, man, because they'll be a tough out against Boston for sure, man. That'll help. I mean, that'll I mean, help if it's Boston and not Washington. That'll help a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Washington. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I, th- I think this Boston team would probably wipe them off the face of the earth. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, you know, you know, young upstart. They yeah. kind of, you know, the thing you, you can kind of get caught by surprise in that sense. So, uh, speaking of Boston, let's move on to a bit of the off the ice. Um, so if you're on Twitter today, you saw that uh, Brad Please. Marchand, you know, he like the Drake, Brad Drake, Marchand bigger fingers turned to Twitter fingers. Brad Marchand channeled Kevin Durant and just went off on the media, um, <laughs> excluding our boss, one Steve Dangle. Oh, and that was quite an itch. I didn't think I, when I saw that, I'm like, this is very strange. What is happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that, woke up with just popcorn in my hands. I'm like, all right, let's see <laughs> what's going to be going on tonight. <laughs> I was I'm not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, listen, when I woke up today, I was not expecting to see uh, Steve Dangle and Brad Marchand going at it on Twitter. But boy, did I fucking enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was wild though like the the way that it actually started from uh Craig Morgan uh he's a writer for the hockey news tweeting about uh about the Zegers and Stretcher Zegers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly and then Brad Marchand just tweets shut your pie hole Craig at like 11:50 in the night <laughs> who says, like who's to shut your pie hole anymore <laughs> yeah but also like that late in the night it like he clearly just woke up went to the wash just sat on his toilet and just had his phone out and was like all right like screw this guy i'm just gonna tweet out at him and then went back to sleep <laughs> and then jacob uh uh, uh jacob stroller from the hockey Stroll, news yeah. yeah he questioned marshan about it today marshan responded with uh, uh with just like yeah just whatever came Snarky. to mind yeah exactly and then when jacob tweets about it just like given the an update on on like the news he goes off on uh, jacob as well he's just like oh like do you want me to say something different or uh, and so you don't have to hang your uh, hang your career on something so stupid like what was he on today he was just martian was just going off on everyone steve dangle gets come into toronto and they know that this is where they get noticed you know yeah like hockey's a regional sport most people don't pay any attention yeah. to hockey. even in boston you're the number four sport man like, yeah, Brad Marchand can walk down most streets in Boston and people don't know who he is. Isn't that crazy? He, comes to he might get a wave. Yeah, he might get a, oh, look at that guy. He'll get a wave but... once in a while. Just like if Michael Bradley walks down the streets in Toronto, people go, oh, that's the TFC guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Honestly. Guys, man. And yeah. like, this is the thing. These guys come into town. We saw it with uh, Ovi's comments a while ago about the Leafs. You see it all the time. These guys come in, they know they have an audience and they know it's going to get out there. Yeah. So they get on their little pedestal and they say a lot of silly stuff. The stuff that really <laughs> bugged me. I'm not an SPD unemployed. I did think the dangle stuff was awesome today. But the stuff that really bugged him, bugged me, was Marsha acting like he was a hero, taking this big hometown discount. He was a $6 million player when he signed that contract. 
Pasternak yeah. was a $6 million player when he signed that contract. None of those guys took discounts. That's when their contracts came up. That's what yeah. they were worth at the time. And now he's saying, oh, we all take discounts. We're all heroes. Oh, they play for the love of the game. They, they would play for free, yeah. Brian. They would play for free if they could. He's <laughs> crying about when Come he on. Out in the dark parts of his mind. He's like, man, I should be a $10 million guy. I'm losing $4 million a year because I was dumb enough to sign an eight-year contract back then. And that's on him, man. He did not take any <laughs> discount. Uh, you know what, though? I mean, ultimately, I think it's, you know, I, I, I don't think he, I don't think Brad Marchand did anything really that horrible you know it's it's kind of just chirping kind of just it's shit hilarious posting, but like yeah. but it, uh, it, it, isn't this kind of what we're asking for like we're always clamoring for more than just you know like well we got pucks in deep and they played really hard and uh you know uh you know just uh trying to listen to coach and uh yeah i know they're a good team out there and uh yeah you know we, we kind of get you know we want more than that um but uh you know when it comes people get critical like with pk suban you know pk suban made people mad when ovechkin did the goal celebration. He was like this with the, the stick. I don't, know, I don't even know what he was doing, but he was doing that. You know, that's, you know, everybody, everybody kind of gets like, a, everybody's like, oh, somebody think of the children. But everybody know. was talking today about the, uh, the big ratings news that comes out, right? It's like, what does the NBA have? The NBA was going broke in the 70s, man. What changed? Yeah. The Showtime Lakers Stars. come up. Michael Jordan comes up. A commissioner with vision shows up, you know? Mm -hmm. Brad Marchand has some character. People give a crap about this guy. People listen to this yeah. guy. He says something. Please give me something to cheer for, Hockey. Yeah. He'll he'll be right there. He'll be right there uh, with, with Subban uh, once uh, he decides to hang it up. But I, I don't think that's anytime soon. I think he's still pretty good. But, you know, he'll be, he'll be definitely a great media personality. And that's kind of what you need. And to your point, like, this kind of stuff happens on Twitter in the NFL every week with yeah, like, exactly. like we had like Eli Apple from the, uh, from the Bengals literally like retweeted Stefan Diggs from the bills after beating them saying, basically saying like, enjoy Cancun, like, like just like, <laughs> on Twitter for everyone to see. Like, so hockey Twitter, when anything like small, like anything like slightly more interesting happens, people are just like, whoa, just blows their minds. Right. So. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I think it's because whatever whatever small little tidbit of like drama or, or just fun news that we get, we just hop onto that as soon as possible, right? Uh, it's like, we need it. Just give us more. Yeah. I think it was fantastic, though. I mean, Varshad's just a... He's one of those guys where if he was in... If he was a Toronto Maple Leaf, we would love the crap out of him. Oh, God. <laughs> but we hate him just because he's against it, especially because he's playing for Boston of all teams. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's just, there's just so much to say about him, but I loved it. I thought he was great, and like, he played well today too. Which annoyingly, Somebody, Matthew said in the stream again. I was watching the Boston stream, and they were talking about the Red Sox preseason, and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's oh jeez, so who's gonna play quarterback for the Pats? All right, um, and the Bruins uh, did something too. They beat the I don't know, but the, the Pats, you know, Jason Tatum and We need Joe Bowen back, man, I, or maybe someone like Joe Bowen who likes the Leafs a little bit. You know, give me a little bit of Leaf love on there. I heard a lot about the Bruins tonight. Uh, Joe Bowen, Joe Bowen, like we, we, like. Sometimes I love listening in the car. Like I, you know, obviously listening, you lose, you, you can't get what's going on in front of you. But man, when you listen to Joe Bowen on the radio like you can feel like like i remember i'd be driving and i i could hear when a goal was coming by his voice would like go up on a, like a meter be like, yeah. that's great. I'm like it's like he is unbelievable man like what a, what a gem i wish he was on tv yeah no he's amazing man and uh you know there's this guy on twitter 
Leafs Jelly, who puts together the Leaf highlights from Sportsnet, and then they put Joe Bowen audio on top of it. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Joe Bowen. I know you're not listening, but, you know, we like you. We love you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, guys, so here we are at the unofficial halfway point of the season. Probably not probably much more than halfway it's more than halfway yeah it's the the all-star break it's the line of demarcation kind of though so uh what do we think what are our impressions of this leafs team uh is it uh, to your expectations above expectation below expectation what do you guys think well do you want to go first brad uh no please okay um i think (sighs) I think the team is... I still have a lot of high hopes for the team. I think there are a lot of concerns. Like, they do still need to get another another left winger, in my opinion, at the at the deadline. Um, we also need to get a little bit more scoring and, and offensive out, uh, throughput from our defense, right? I mean, today, Brody, um, Brody had a couple good good plays in that first period i mean i think there was one where he had a nice pit or he had he had a nice push up where they got on a four on two and that led to a good chance obviously they didn't score on it but it was good to see that they're at least thinking a little bit more offensively minded um we are missing a lot of points though from our defense i think our defense has been uh a sp- offensively specifically has been a spot that that needs to improve on especially going into the playoffs right what do you think, Brian? Uh, I think the Leafs are great. I do think they are one of, you know, seven teams, I think, that have a legitimate shot. I think they definitely need a left winger. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be an impact left winger. I don't yeah. want it to be a yeah. third liner guy. Mm-hmm. I need it to be a guy that pushes Yarncroc down and helps the third line with Yarncroc, pushes everyone down a peg. And I think that's just going to balance the scoring so much more. And it's going to give you a really dangerous option on the left wing. And it might give a little life to this second power play unit that's not working. To me, they got to figure out the power play. I don't know why we don't have a one-timer off the faceoff for Matthews like Ovi has. Uh, things like that. I'd like to see something like that. I think everything else, I don't think you're going to get an above-replacement guy on the blue line with whatever assets we have left mm-hmm. who's going to be better than Justin Hall. I just don't yeah. see it yeah, I don't, I, at cost. I don't, I don't see it as a need. Yeah, exactly. And then goalies, it is what it is, man. You're not going to be able to bring in anybody who's going to be a better backup than Wall. If you lose any of Samsonov or Murray in the playoffs and you have to go to Wall, you're you're screwed anyways, man. So it's, <laughs> be screwed in style. No, it's done, right? So you're rolling the dice, man. Injuries happen. Hopefully this little break is what Austin Matthews needs for maybe that back injury that Ben gave him with that cross check at the beginning or Whatever's happening with his wrist or knees, who knows what it is. He better see a resurgent Austin Matthews after the break. And let's I see him doing if I see him doing any media walking around there, I'm gonna be very angry, okay? (laughs) He needs to be in the cryogenic chamber for the entire all-star break. You know, just just every day, just however long, what's the maximum? Just everything. Rehab, chill, go to the beach, just be. We need Austin Matthews to be absolutely tip-top shape. Okay, um, yeah. To your guys' point, like we need, they need offense. Like anytime I hear them saying we get trade for defense, I'm like, why? For what? Like, yeah, there was okay, a couple fine. reports earlier on where they were Listen, saying some defensive options. I'm like, dude, you no. only have you only have finite resources, right? So you don't have. If it was like you turned off the salary cap in NHL, yeah, sure, get Eric Carlson, get whomever, <laughs> right? But 
you know, we live in, we live in the reality right now. So definitely go after a left winger, uh, maybe a Timo Meyer. I don't know. Big, big swing. But, um, I would say for sure the goal, I, I feel better about this season than last for sure, because our goaltending is now our goaltending is not perfect as we saw tonight. Uh, and many nights it's, it's not perfect. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's better than Jack Campbell. And then if Jack Campbell gets injured, then let's just pull the goalie for the whole game. Cause that's the, was basically the option. So, <laughs> um, I think one of Murray or Samsonov, you know, they're not perfect, but Hey, I think you can count on it to to bring you forth, especially if you get home ice advantage. You get Samson off in net. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, they play Tampa Bay better than anybody did last season. So I think let, let's do it again. Let's do it again. I think they can finally get over the hump, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I think the the hump being the first round. Second <laughs> <laughs> round. Deadline thing I want to mention is just like the finite resources thing. It's like, I know a lot of people are saying that this is, you know, an all-in season. And I agree with that to a point. Like, this core is young. Matthews, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think all these guys are staying. I think this core has a window here. And I don't think you want to trade every single thing, you know? You need some guys coming up from behind. But I'm all right with uh, one of these prospects and a first for the Timo Mir. I think I'm on board, man. I think I'm ready for it. I want Timo. Let's go. All right. (laughs) Everybody, uh, go ahead. Everybody, like, let's 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 call it in. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to my my contacts at uh, MLSC. We'll, uh, we'll we'll get it. We'll get them on the phone. And uh, no, it's not gonna happen. But uh, <laughs> uh, I have no clout. But um, yeah, let's let's do it. I think you got to give. Like I said before in the stream, you got to give these guys a chance. Um, they've played pretty excellent the last two seasons. So give them a chance, Kyle. Give them a chance. Give us a chance. And uh, Brian. Listen, let's ask you, uh, I wanted to ask you a quick question. So, like, how do you turn around these comics so quickly? And are we taking away your time right now for writing, a, for drawing your comic? Yeah, actually, uh, for sure you are. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, usually at this point, I'd be penciling the comic. So usually the game ends at 930 because we start at 7. Like It's a late night. Civilized people. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'll have a little bit of work to do tonight. I think I'm probably going to do the pencils tonight and then. I'll probably get up at like six tomorrow and and ink it and color it because I'm getting started a little late. Uh But usually I get going and I'm done by around 1 a.m. And then I hit the hay and it's a bit of a shorter night of sleep, but I'm okay. (laughs) How do you come up with all these ideas, though? Because like you've been doing this for like two years now. And well, this is your third year. And um, I I can't imagine just like the the creative juices after each game, just like trying to figure out what exactly I'm going to draw and whatnot. What goes into that process? Well, I work a lot of it out on the paper. Uh, definitely, like just like what we're talking about today. Like I'm, I got images in my head. You know, I was thinking before the game about like Marshawn and uh, Marner had like, the best friend comment he made, and then you know, bunting with the blood down his face. So all these things are playing around in my head. So I'll, I'll fart around and figure it out on the paper, which is a process I've done professionally for a long time too. I draw myself out of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll do a lot of thumbnails and rough it out, and you know, the juices start flowing. For sure. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, everybody. So, like, listen, if you're on Leafs Reddit, um, you can pretty much count on every, after every Leafs game, you can see a Brian B. Leaf post. And they're often, they're all bangers. So, uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, maybe Brian will make him go really meta and make a, a comic about this stream here. 
yeah. yeah. Game over stream for sure. You know, like, you know, imagine drawing your, like, is that a weird, like, that, that, is that too meta? Like, will that break everybody's brains if you just draw us all together? You know, draw yeah, you know. drawing the comic. People love it, man. People love it. Okay. Just breaking the third wall there. Just, that's it. It's, you know, it's like Truman. It's a Truman Show Leafs edition. All right. Like, the Leafs, Leafs fans are already in the Truman Show already. You know, like, let's just let's push it down. Let's keep it going. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, Brian, you've had like a ton of really good comics um, the past two years. I mean, my favorite one was was definitely that. What was it? Game five was it with the Spezza? Uh, the Spezza talk with the boys, and then you, oh. you had that comic with the with the, all three of all four of our players just with like the freaking Avengers like glowing eyes and all that. Fantastic! That was easily my favorite one. <laughs> it was fantastic. But what's what's been your favorite like uh, comic? I guess or what was the most fun that you've had uh, drawn one like over the years? Oh, I don't know, man. Like the ones that I love are the ones that pop into my head that are so clear right away. Like uh-huh. I did like speaking of blood, I did like a Justin Hall one where it looked like the old Andrew WK uh, record cover where he's got blood coming down his nose. That one popped into my head right away. When just uh, when JT went down with the injury in game one, he had the thumbs up mm-hmm. and I had the image of the thumbs up in front of the 91 pop in my head right away. And uh, I just did that one the other day when they uh, played Florida and uh, Gudis was running around and I was like, oh man, he's like a, he's like a coward. And then like cowardly lion for like mountain lions and Panthers game. In my <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah, I saw that. That's good. So, things That's like good. That. Uh, <laughs> when things yeah. kind of just come together. Even that Bobby McMahon one, uh, what was it during that, that Father's Day, uh, or not Father's Day, sorry, that, that Father's Trip and whatnot with Bobby's yeah. dad, like, complaining to the refs? That was hilarious. <laughs> Fantastic yeah. stuff. Poor yeah. guy still doesn't have his goal, man. That that's, <laughs> that's That haunts you, man. That'll haunt you, man. Like, that's 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 some rough stuff. He gets his first goal called back, and he hasn't got one since, so yeah. uh, that's that's a tough one. But, uh, that, that was another game I loved. It was the the Nicky Bobby one when uh, Nick Robertson had his big goal in overtime. Yes, and I did like a Talladega Nights uh, homage. That was that's fun. good. Yeah, you know it's funny after that game. Um, I, I I literally thought of this like before because you know we we I think of bits all the time when I'm doing this thing, and I yeah. was like, oh, like, I, I I miss Nick Robertson because I literally wanted to make it a thing. I was like, here's to you, Nicky Robertson. The fans love you more than you will know. And I'm like, I was so proud of myself. And I'm like, I am a genius when I thought of that, even though, whatever, it's goofy. But uh, please come back, Nick Robertson. I need that bit, okay? (laughs) Anyway, Brian, listen, it was a pleasure to have you on. Great mind for the game and uh, obviously very talented with the pen and paper. Uh, Listen, Brian, tell people where they can find you and uh, about your stuff. Uh, yeah, Brian Beliefs on Reddit, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm on Q107. I do like a little hit at 4.30 with uh, Fearless Fred after all the Leaf games. Um, and then uh, that's about it, I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and look for me every morning. The comics come up around 9 or 10 in the morning. And the book? The book? You got oh, about shit. the book? Yeah. The book, <laughs> BrianBeliefs.com. You can get a book. Uh, hardcover. Just one thing. Let me grab one real quick. Yeah, right, he's going to show it to you guys. There you go. Look at uh, that. Oh, book, beautiful. Uh, full color illustrations inside there. Uh, nice slip cover here. Come on. So, look at that. That's a perfect gift. It Guys, is. It is. go ahead and order that book. Because look at that. Look at that. BrianBeliefs.com. BrianBeliefs.com. All right, everybody. Listen, 
from Game Over Toronto. My name is Toronto. Did I just say Toronto? Toronto. My name is Fuad Sullivan. You can find me at Fuad underscore sports. I'm Harnish Patel. You can find me at Harnish underscore Patel 98 on Twitter. And, and once go again. For it. <laughs> and I'm Brian Beliefs. Brian Beliefs, Instagram, Twitter. Perfect. All right. Thanks for coming on. I hope you guys have a great night, everyone. Good night. And doot doot loot doot. Doot doot. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.